Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. As always, your host here, Darren Long, and aside from myself, I have the wonderful Jeremy Wiseman right across the table. He is the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management, and together uh, we are here to talk about our products, gold, silver, natural, fancy colored diamonds. We're excited because this week's show is going to be a little bit about a topic in particular that pertains very closely to the types of questions that you, the general public, are asking about gold and silver. Namely, how do we get a price on the products on our website or that you're buying from us? Or wherever you're going to look for price, how come there's a difference between what you see when somebody reports the price of gold and silver versus what it costs when you go to buy that bar or that coin? A little bit about that, and we're going to be touching slightly on some changes at the U.S. Mint, as well as talking about the concept that we have long held as being very near and dear to us, which is silver and gold as savings instead of the dollar. Instead of putting all those paper dollars in the bank as savings, the alternative could be to use gold and silver. We'll talk about that in a bit more. And as always, I want to remind people as you're listening to this show, remember we are not your financial advisors or planners. We are experts in the areas of precious metals in natural fancy colored diamonds, in the acquisition or the selling of those products. Also, past performance is not indicative of future performance. In fact, if you ask Jeremy and I, I think the future is way better than the ride that's already occurred in both gold and silver and natural fancy colored diamonds. And that, for those who know, is saying a lot because we have had a tremendous amount of success in all three of those. Now, that being said, we will throughout this show be giving you this number quite frequently, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. It's a place where you can go and feel comfortable using the website to make a purchase to find out more about how to own gold and silver or calling that number get yourself a free investor kit you can simply ask for it if you have to speak with somebody you can speak with jeremy myself paul anybody's team here with Guildhall will be happy to do so and ultimately what we want to do is make sure you have an excellent customer experience and that you get the information you need to be educated and get in these markets gold and silver natural fancy colored diamonds now jeremy to get the show started this week, a little bit of information in change in the way of the U.S. Mint. Now, to many people, this might not be a big deal, but to us, like yourself and I, who have followed this market for so long and cumulatively together, 20-plus years' experience in the metals industry, uh, the U.S. Mint has decided to end production of their famous 90% silver coins. That means they're saying goodbye to the 90-10 mix that they have minted for decades and decades and decades. What they have done to replace it now is saying that the agency is going to produce silver coinage to 0.999 or what we call three nines or 99.9% purity. Now, there are a whole host of things that might come to uh, one's mind in terms of those that know a little bit about the purity of metals. But for me, this is a significant change at a time when silver is not as readily available as it once was. Do you have any initial thoughts about what might be adding to this whole idea of, or concept of change or why they're doing it? My first initial reaction would be that they're looking to create 
a, a coin that would be acceptable for global trade. Right. So typically the 90% um, purity coins are really for personal use. Right. Um, people like them because the premiums are lower, uh, just easy to get, that type of that type of stuff. Whereas if it's 99.9% .9 pure, that's going to be something that could be put into the COMEX. Right. That type of that type of thing. Not that um, not that the U.S. Uh, as a as a country wants to trade on coins, but it could be something like that um, could be par partly demand simply that they're getting a lot of calls from from people who are acquiring products and there's and there's a demand for, well, I want full pure purity silver. I don't want a. Uh, uh, I don't want to make any distinction between what my coins are. If I acquire silver coins, I want to know that they're all 99.9% .9 pure. I don't want to have any complications in that respect. Um, could be that maybe some of the other metals that goes into it are also difficult to acquire. Maybe the prices are rising on those. So they're like, they're saying, well, you know what, given that the price of silver is currently still low, maybe we convert to that and we look at all of the different points. So that's just my opinion. That's just my initial reaction. Um, either way, I think it ultimately is good for the business where um, there's no distinction on on the different types of coins and everyone knows yep 99.9% .9 pure is the way you want to go which is what we which is what we have at Guildhall any coin you see on our site is always 99.9% .9 pure um, and why is that important again obviously because when you're dealing in the realm of investment grade quality of coinage and things of that nature. Most people are buying this to protect their wealth, mm -hmm. to use as an insurance policy, some cases to speculate. They want to have the best product in the world. That happens to be from uh, the perspective of uh, the structure of the LBMA and what is perceived to be world-class product, that type of purity or higher, right? Absolutely. It's important to have that type of quality. It also, again, creates simplicity if it's 90% pure, it becomes difficult to understand the difference between spot price and the premiums on that, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um, we just want to keep it nice and simple. Um, anyone who goes to our website would notice that we don't have a ridiculous amount of product on the site. It, we, we've kept the choices small purposely because they're the highest quality, most recognizable products available. And then we mix in a couple things here and there, like um, you know, Year of the Pig gold coins mm -hmm. uh, from the Royal mm -hmm. Canadian Mint, or Year of the Pig silver coins from the Royal Canadian Mint. Uh, but overall, we want to keep it simple. We want people to be able to easily acquire their precious metals um, and make it easy for them to accumulate as well. So once you get past the coins, you move into some bars, and once you get up to a point where maybe you have a lot of of product and you're concerned about storage and insurance on that safety. product, safety, liquidity, mm -hmm. then you want to look towards the depository storage. Um, Go and visit your product whenever you want. If you can't Great hold idea. it, you don't own it. That's right. right. silverguildhallwealth.com is the website. Now on the topic of coinage, we will point out that these or this change at the U.S. Mint is predominantly only going to impact non uh, coinage is not in circulation. These are proof sets, uh, quarter, uh, silver proof quarters, uh, silver proof half dollars and dimes. And it brings about um, 
some concern, not only from, from the supply perspective, but as you mentioned, there are other reasons, like, for example, they put um, copper into these 9010 coins, and that copper can spot. It can change the color of a coin, and they don't want too many returns, but also puts pressure. To a certain extent, that's one of the highest production facilities in the world, the U.S. Mint, in terms of its usage of silver, and it does put pressure on, on the demand for more silver. So a good thing for everybody collecting. We thought we'd bring it to your attention. And on the on the topic of dimes in particular, I finished up with a client sharing a story that we do share often at our seminars and we've talked about for a long time. And I thought I would share it with the listening audience. It's an important reminder of why we think gold and silver is the number one way to protect wealth over the long term. And this is not because of any bull market or because we think that the dynamics of the global economy are going to change and you might want to speculate and own silver because it's going to $100 or gold to $10,000 an ounce. This is simply because it's a smart decision to protect your purchasing power, which is often lost when you're holding nothing but dollars sitting in a savings account, for example, over a long time. Picture yourself going to a gas station in 1965 with in Canada before we converted to the new measurement system and you were buying one gallon of gas. In fact, you'd use three dimes, three dimes to buy that one gallon of gas. And if you were using American dimes as an example, they would have 90% silver in them, 90-10. That was a coin that was in circulation that you could readily get from your bank and that was your weekly uh, pocket change. It was silver uh, infused product. You'd buy that one gallon of gas and off you would go. You'd put it in your car wherever you are in Canada, and that was the average price of a gallon of gas in 1965. Now, fast forward to 2019 and ask yourself very quickly, as you're listening to this show right now, what you could buy with those three dimes. You can't even buy a, a, a phone call, a bubble gum anymore. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing. And that in and of itself is a pure example of how your purchasing power has been robbed. It costs five, six, seven times as much as something did back in that day. However, and believe me when I say this, this is one of the primary reasons that silver and gold and the value it has long term is misunderstood by buyers and owners over the world. If I took those three dimes, folks, would you be amazed or would you not be amazed depending on what you understand about gold and silver to know that if i extract the silver out of those three dimes that bought me one gallon of gas in 1965 if i extract the silver out of them today it still buys me one gallon of gas and that in of itself says a lot because if i had to tell anybody within the ride in an elevator where i have 30 seconds or in some cases even less why I would own silver over the long term or gold over the long term. That's the story I'm telling them. And when it comes to ownership of gold and silver, let's stay on that topic in our second segment because I want to talk about ownership. Let's talk about the fact that we're coming up on what is ultimately one of the last opportunities you will have as an owner of gold and silver to get it in for 2018 to your RSP. If you're putting new money into a registered savings account, uh, of any kind, an RSP of any kind. This is the deadline, folks. It is quickly approaching. You will not have another moment in time to do it for the 2018 tax year. So let's talk about that, how we get metals into there. And as Jeremy said, if you cannot touch it, 
You cannot hold it. You do not own it. We'll stay on that topic. There's much more to come on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver or go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com, and uh, help yourself to the information there. We'll be happy to talk more about this when we come back from a break. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and with me again, as usual, is Jeremy Wiseman. And uh, Jeremy, in the first segment of this show, we were talking about a change in the U.S. Mint, which led to our conversation about coinage, and in particular, that example of the gallon of gas. What a great way to help a person understand that over decades of time, through booms and busts and all kinds of economic uh, upheaval, the value that metal has maintained and the purchasing power that has protected for your wealth. As we left that segment, we were discussing the option of having gold and silver, physical bars and coins in your registered savings plan of some sort, an RSP, and that deadline is quickly approaching. But uh, for the listeners, let's talk a little more about that option and uh, why it might be a great option for them and spell out for us a couple of the features and why we love this whole concept of owning wealth within the registered savings plan. Yeah, so one of the things about holding gold and silver is it's not, it doesn't have to be considered an investment in the sense that when you're converting fiat political cash into a hard asset that's been considered money for thousands of years, you're doing that because you want to you want to put your wealth somewhere where it's going to be stored, where it's not going to be taken from you over time. Let's just take, for example, inflation. If inflation is only 2% and you're putting your cash into something that's giving you an interest of, let's say, 2%, you're paying the taxes on those gains, but at the end of the day, you're only breaking even right? Minus whatever taxes you're going to pay capital gains. So you're actually at a loss. So you have to be going, you have to be earning over that in terms of investments. Now that's if we go with the official inflation rate of 2%. What if the, what if the street level inflation is much higher? You know, you go buy groceries, you talked about a gallon of gas or a liter of gas, Darren, um, and all of the things that you acquire throughout the day or throughout your the year, insurance, um, going to the movies, going out for dinners, whatever it is, paying for, for school, all of these things, you look at them and you say, okay, are prices going down or are they rising? And if they're rising, that's really basically inflation. That is more money chasing less goods. That's, a, that's inflation in a nutshell. So how do you protect against that? Well. The longer you hold gold and silver, the more you see that it protects against that, um, which is why it's so great to have in, a, in an RSP. Because if you take gold, for example, over the last 15 years, it's averaged over 8.4% per year. Now, it's had years where it's been up 30%, 23%, 22 uh, The last several years in Canadian dollars, 2014, through to, to this year, we had 7.9, 7.5, 5.9, 6 and 6.3, which is better than a lot of mutual funds have been without any of the mutual fund management fees. So why wouldn't you want to hold something that's keeping up or, and or beating inflation within your registered account? So 
whether it, I mean, you'd want to have it inside or outside. It doesn't matter. The longer you're holding it, the better your gains are in the long term over inflation. So I love having gold in, in my RSP for that reason alone. I know that I've invested a loaf of bread and in 20, 30, 40 years, I don't want to get back a slice. I want to get back my whole loaf of bread. And if I'm lucky, I get more. And that's what I believe gold is going to do long term. You'd like the, to get a bakery back. I would like a whole bakery, actually. Right. Thank you, Darren. Um, but it's just to show that inflation is insidious. It's very discreet. And it is stealing your wealth. Killer of wealth. And if you're not paying attention to that, then, you know, you, what can you do? You're, you're looking at the wrong place. You have to be looking at how your wealth is being stolen from you through specifically specifically through inflation. We'll talk about debts later. But for the RSP, what we've done, I think is incredible because what we've done is we've taken away the piece of paper between the financial institution and the, for, for the sake of argument here, the investor of the product. So typically, um, you know, for those holding gold in a pressure, in a, in a RSP, especially if it's a fund, a pool account, you have to ask yourself, can you go to the vault? Can you hold it in your hand? What are the costs of doing business? Are there management fees on that beyond the storage and insurance? Because this is actually a physical product. Unlike a stock, you don't need, you know, you have your, your Canadian investor protection fund for if something happens to the stocks, but you don't need to insure the storage of those stocks. This is a different thing. This is an asset. Anyone who owns real estate and believes in investing in real estates understands what I'm saying when, when I say this is about owning an asset. So to be able to own a specific asset in your RSP, I think is incredible. I think it's a great opportunity. I think it's something that every Canadian should look at and consider holding 10 to 15 or more percent of your, of your wealth in your registered account in precious metals. Get your serial numbers get an inventory report that shows you where the vault is located, the contact details for the vault, what products you're holding, the, again, the serial numbers for that product. Um, you know, Show me an investment that's going to give you that sort of transparency. And not only that, you get some free gold while you're at it. For a limited time, every 5,000 US you put into an RSP is going to be uh, getting you one gram of free gold up to a maximum of 10 grams. That includes existing RSP that you transfer from another institution. So if you bring money that you've already put into the investment market and you decide to open up a new RSP and put in gold and silver and you spent nothing out of your pocket, you'll still get those up to 10 grams of gold, absolutely free of charge. And you know what, Darren, we've had a lot of, a lot of um, gold owners contact us over the years who maybe they've purchased certificates Maybe they've purchased ETFs. Maybe they've purchased um, some sort of fund. And they like what they see at Guildhall in terms of owning the physical. They want to take their, their physical gold ownership to the next level. They realize if you can't hold it, you don't really own it. And if you're going to own gold or silver, the purpose of it is to have zero counterparty risk. That if there's a credit bust, um, you know, if there's hyperinflation or whatever it is, that owning gold means no one else owns that piece of gold. Owning silver means no one owns that piece of silver. So for those who have entered the market, They've gotten exposure to the market, but now they're looking for ways to do it properly. Um, we appreciate those investors and uh, 
definitely give us a call. We'll figure out ways that we can do that for you um, and make it more convenient for you to make that transfer over. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. That's the website. Go there, get yourself an investor package and find out more regarding this incredible way to hold wealth in your RSP. That package is free of charge to you and it's a must have. You have to have it if you're thinking about owning gold and silver and uh, it will shed some light on how you do all of this or you can simply call the number that we just gave and we'll be happy to email that out to you if you want to get it done quicker. It is an easy process though and let's talk about that just for a quick minute in opening up an RSP so that we can maintain an air of transparency and uh, the best customer service experience that we can offer our clients. There is going to be some cost revolve uh, around buying bullion. Now, the cost of owning bullion, well, that's the same. Whether you're buying it to take it home, whether you're buying it to store it, or whether you're buying it to store it in an RSP, there is that cost of bullion. You can use our website. Go to the e-store and look at the gold and silver products and get a sense of what those cost. Now, in addition to that, because we do only physical product, there is an inventory that gets generated. That product gets stored and vaulted, and the serial numbers on those bars, not your coins, but those bars, are going to come back to us and be passed on to you. So for every bar that you put into that storage, $2 a bar, and that covers the cost of somebody getting that done for you and making sure that you have that sense of certainty about what the bar types are and the serial numbers on those bars. And in terms of the storage, it's the only thing that we have that's above and beyond on a yearly basis because we don't charge extra for that customer service. There is no management expense ratio. There's nothing there. It is 1.25% annually, and it's charged on a monthly basis of the total metal value. A silver, for, as a, just a case in point today, client called up and said, hey, I love everything about this, but I got to wrap my head around storage. I'm paying an ongoing 1.25% for storage. I said, well, look, let's lay it out in numbers. Price of silver at $16 an ounce in order to cover a full year of storage at 1.25%. No matter what amount of silver you're holding, 10,000 ounces, 100,000 ounces, 1,000 ounces, the price of silver needs to go from $16 an ounce to $16.20. Now, when you relate it like that, that's a move that transpires over the course of an hour in a market on one Tuesday uh, you know, it could be covered for the whole year. So really, when you put it into perspective, that's really the the takeaway from that. And it is the only ongoing cost of having that uh, uh, ownership of that but account. But at the current at the current price of silver, you'd be storing that product for for literally five years. It would cost you one dollar, right? A couple of years ago, we saw the price of silver move from like thirteen fifty to twenty dollars plus. Right. From eighteen to forty nine. So then, if you add in the the larger numbers that we expect silver to reach, um, okay, yeah, if silver doubles in value, then that cost doubles. It's like property tax, but in that sense, but you've already doubled your money. And right? also, only only equates to the same move in cents term. Right? Also, also MERs are are twice the average MER is twice the price. Right. right. And and you're and paying someone to manage something, and you don't even know what they're managing in that respect, right? That's right. In this case, you know exactly what you're storing, and this that's why it's so important, and we encourage every single owner of precious metals within registered accounts or depository to go to the vault, visit your product, see the secure facility, see the people involved, so that you can you can understand, ah, okay, that now I understand why I'm storing product.
right? Right. Now I understand the security involved. Now I understand how I'm going to be able to pick up the phone and easily liquidate this product at the right time. The ultimate goal, Darren, is that what this all comes down to is we know this because we've been in the market for a decade plus. The longer you hold the product, the more successful you are. And the more successful the market goes, you know, markets go up, markets go down. But it's the overall trend, right? Gold was trading at $250 an ounce back in the, at the, uh, in the 2000s, markets, yeah, right? Silver is trading around $5 an ounce. So even on the lows where we are today, they're much, much higher than where they were. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about what happens over a course of a year or two years or three or four years. It's what, what happens in the long term of this market. Mm -hmm. So maybe in the next segment, what we'll talk about is some of the actual expectations of where the prices are going so that even if you're holding on to it for the next five, 10 years, what can you expect to have in terms of a return or in terms of protecting against inflation and growing your wealth? Let's talk more about silver savings as well. And an example about the way, because we've covered inflation, but we haven't talked about debt, a way in which our perceptions of debt has changed based on home values, which I know everybody is interested in. Real estate, real estate, real estate. We'll talk more about that and other topics coming back on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Stay tuned. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom You are listening to this show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show, segment number three, and we thank you for staying tuned. We've had a lot to talk about on today's show. We've kind of migrated through some different notions of changes to coinage and inflation, and we've talked about RSPs, and really the tying, the, the, uh, tying in concept here is it's physical, it's gold and silver, and it's long-term value. So let's talk about something as a personal note that is very near and dear to me. When I started here in 2004, I came over with lots of knowledge about finance and everything in this particular world. And I'm one of the lucky ones who saw it and believed in Paul's vision and your vision. We've had a great time, but silver is savings. It's one thing that I always go back on that I love talking to you about because from a concept, this is not something that's out there. You've driven this concept. You've talked about silver as savings since you've been on this radio show. And we started this show back in 2008. And if I use myself as an example, I have been a believer in gold and silver since day one. Not everybody has. We talk to people all the time who've listened for three, four years and haven't bought. I bought silver in 2004. And I really, I do take stock of where I'm at. I know I'm an expert. I'm on the inside. I understand where I'm at. But for a layperson, Jeremy, using me as an example, I came in 2004. If I had held my money in a savings account, low interest savings account, I might add, it's gotten worse over time, I might have lost purchasing power. We've showed that. We've proven it. But if I held it in silver, what's been my outcome in Canadian dollars if I started in 2004? Since 2004, the average return Canadian dollars, because that's what you're, you're essentially hedging is your Canadian dollar, is 9.2%. 9.2% per so year. Per year. If it was U.S. dollars, that would be ten, it would be just over 10% per year. My but, gosh. But that's to show that it's not necessarily that silver's rising in price right. or value as much as the currencies are losing value. Purchasing power. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what we've been discussing. And so why would you want to put money into a, a high interest savings? I'm using air quotes, you know, at one, two percent inflation that that's under inflation. So you are losing on that, in my opinion. 
So people look at, at precious metals and they say, oh, okay, well, if I just hold it, even if you just take it home, you go buy some product on the e-store, you take delivery or come to the office, pick it up, and go put it in a safety deposit box, bury it in the backyard, whatever it is, at least it's not losing value the way the currencies are losing value. Mm -hmm. So that's how I view silver as savings. And to your point, Darren, and I'm projecting a little bit because I've done it too, is the longer you hold it, the less the volatility in the market matters because you, you gain so much on the upswings that the downswings matter a lot less. You can ride them. You know, one of the, one of the uh, biggest proponents of gold out there is um, Jim Rogers, right? He's a billionaire, um, and he talks about that he owns a lot, and he wouldn't buy gold here unless it drops significantly because he already owns a lot, so he can afford to be picky and wait. Sure. And he's also said, and this was through a Silver Doctors art, um, interview, but he's done it. He said it a lot in other shows that if it went higher, he might buy on the way up as well. Right. But this is about someone who already has a significant position, right? There's lots of different types of investors out there. Um, you know, if you're an investor who, let's say you have an advisor and they're, they're doing well for you, that's great. Are they putting you into some silver and if not, or gold? And if not, or if they are, is it actual physical or is it certificates, ETFs, and they're saying, oh, we've got exposure for you, then I would suggest consider moving outside of the advisor for that portion of the portfolio. I'm not trying to pull anyone away from a great advisor. Then there's the, the investors who maybe they haven't started saving, right? Silver can be a great way to save long-term because it is, in terms of that versus a cash or a high-interest savings account, it is less liquid. It's the most liquid market in the world in the sense that you can sell it anywhere and you can get cash for it anywhere. But there are some logistics. You have to go to the bank, open the safety deposit box, grab the silver, go to where you're going to sell it, sell it. That's, that's not as easy as logging online and, and moving some cash around, right? Cool. So that little bit of a barrier can be a great thing for your savings, especially if you know, if you're starting off creating a savings account. So that's why I think silver as a savings is great because it's beating inflation and it's just a little less liquid in that, in the sense of a little less liquid than cash to, to just give you enough pause to say, do I really want to spend the money that I'm about to considering selling in that respect? And of course, the longer you hold it, the more you're seeing your wealth build. And the more you're seeing silver and gold beat inflation and actually start to build your wealth. Yes, there are some investors out there who are speculating, who they're putting money into precious metals because they're looking for the price to rise rapidly at some point. And we do feel that gold is so undervalued compared to the debts. And we can talk about that in a minute, Darren. And we do feel that silver in relation to gold is even more undervalued. And when you look at the fundamentals, how much supply out there, what's the demand out there, what's, you know, what's the product used in, um, you start to see just how undervalued these products are compared to currencies, compared to other investments, that this becomes one of the best entry points in history to be considering owning physical precious metals. One eight seven seven eight silver. Guildhallwealth dot com is the website. Go there. Do yourself a favor. 
ask for the investment package and get that for free because it's something that you need to have in order to make good, smart decisions for yourself in order to get into these markets. These are tremendous markets. This is a great opportunity for those looking to protect their wealth long term. And uh, there is lots and lots of information on that website, not to mention the e-store where you can go and from the comfort of your own home, from your cell phone, you can make a purchase right online like you would a pair of jeans. It's very easy. It's very simple. And it's meant to be so. We can help you with all of those options and more. Just give us a call, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. And remember, in RSP accounts right now, we have one gram of gold free of charge up to a maximum of 10 grams for every 5,000 US you put into the market. Now, Jeremy, as we get here into the third and going into the fourth segment of this show, I want to spend a little more time in the modern day here, and I want to just quickly touch upon a pretty important article that was in National Post this week. And I think we've already touched on inflation, and we talked a little bit about the the staying power, the purchasing power uh, being protected by metals. But the other side of that equation that we don't talk about as much more recently is debt. Is this still a problem? Is it still increasing? Um, Are we still entering an era in which there's money printing happening? All these things are still on the table, but we don't hear about it as much as the mainstream. We're hearing about specific examples or sectors that are spending more or less. We're hearing about cost-cutting measures by the PC government in Ontario. But as a whole, globally, are we still concerned? Is this a huge problem? What says this uh, uh, article in the National Post this week, which was a great article, by the way? We talk about debt often on the show. It's been Mm -hmm. a little while, as you said, Um, but I love the title, The Utterly Unbelievable Scale of the U.S. Debt Right Now. And this article, which will be in our newsletter, I think it'll be the lead article, just discusses the fact that all all of the Fortune 500 companies combined could not pay off the debt. Um, just one example. Um, Hold on, let that sink in again. All of the Fortune 500 companies combined could not muster up enough cash to pay off the debt in the U.S. And then once you add to that the actual cost to service the debt, right? which in this article they're saying will be about $283 billion. Mm-hmm. Remember, at record low interest rates, by the way, right? Um, and this will obviously be expected to rise. They're saying right now that the service of the debt, the interest that the U.S. pays on the debt would pay for the entire federal budget of Canada. So they, it could run Canada, the money that they're paying on interest, the interest. Pay- yeah, interest payments alone. Um, now, what the article, I have, to, I have to say they got gold wrong. In the article, because they basically say all the gold ever mined would only would only pay off the debt accumulated under Obama, right? Which is true because they do say based at the current price. Well, that's the fa- that's the one l- tiny little fallacy we let them go in in this article because essentially, no, 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 gold could pay off the whole thing plus it just needs to be revalued. We discussed that it's undervalued. If you were to take gold compared to the debt in 1980, okay? The debt in the US was $1 trillion after a decade of exploding debt. What, but what we call still manageable debt. Yeah, gold hit 850 to that $1 trillion, 
Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's take 850 to 1 trillion, that ratio, mm-hmm. and go 850 times 22 trillion. Okay. Right? That would put gold in the range of $18,700. $18,700. That would certainly pay off all the debt in the US plus. All right. Right? They would only need a portion of the gold in order to pay off the debt at that price. One ounce of gold, $18,000 plus US. Yes. But also keep in mind that gold at its maximum purchasing power also in 1980 hit one to one with the Dow. Dow's currently trading at 25,000 points, right? So if you were to take off, let's say a 35%, a 30% drop in the Even Dow. Even if the Dow got devastated and fell to 5,000. No, 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 no. Forget that. If it, right? if it just came down 30%, it would be 17,500, which would, again, put you close in the range of gold versus the Dow. Imagine right? being smart enough to own gold and then seeing that happen. You're a millionaire. You're a millionaire. Mike Maloney talks about that, that kind of market cycle, right, where you have to look at the Dow-gold ratio. You, if, it, if, the, if it's really wide, you want to own gold, and if it gets really small, you want to sell the gold and buy some, buy some Dow. I think at all times you should have some gold in your portfolio. But, um, but it, it's interesting to look at all that. I think the other – this article, though, is fantastic. You have to, you have to check it out. Um, the debt from one Trump term could pay for another World War II. Jeez. So this just starts to give you an idea of just how big the debt actually is. One year of debt could pay for everything NASA has ever done. One year. One year. Worth of debt. Could pay for everything they ever did. So you start to think about what kind of consequences having all this debt on society really is, right? Forget the populism that's going on. Forget the growth in socialism in the states that's going on. Oh, by the way, they also talk about in this article that Jeff Bezos' fortune would only cover 34 days' worth of debt accumulation. So taxing the rich is not going to help the, 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 the deficit in the U.S. at all. So once you start to get a sense of just how big these debts are, how they are not going to be overcome by regular normal means because they've gone past the ability to pay them off, you got to be careful of what's going on and you have to be aware of how money really works, what inflation really will be like. Are we going to be the next uh, Greece? Are we going to be the next Argentina? going to be the next Venezuela? You have to think about your own money and how to protect your wealth, but also understand the opportunity involved right now by owning gold and silver. Cue the string section and play the evil music now because debt is going to be the death of us all. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. If you are worried about protecting your wealth, maybe it's time you consider owning a bit of gold and silver for the long term, for you, for your family. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. Stay tuned. We're going to stay on that topic of debt, and we're going to talk a little bit about real estate, something close to everybody, near and dear to their heart, and an example that illustrates why debt is very dangerous. When we come back on the Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, you are tuned into Global News Radio six. 40 Toronto. Welcome back to the final segment of The Real Money Show. We thank you for staying tuned in. And before we get this last segment started, a big congratulations to those that got into the market this week. Welcome aboard. We're glad to have you. We're thankful for your business. And we want to make sure that you understand that our door is always open. So if you're a new client thinking of getting in here to the marketplace, whether you call once a week, once a month, once a year, it's up to you. We're happy to always discuss 
your purchase with you. Make sure you understand your costs involved, the account type that you're opening. All of that is important to us. We want to set the tone in 2019 for giving unprecedented customer response to our client base. So let's get that last segment started. But with that in mind, let's stay on the topic we were discussing, Jeremy, just for a brief moment before some diamond news. Uh, debt, evil to all of us. Now, in the segment that we just did, we were discussing uh, the the predicament that the U.S. finds himself in. It's almost unfathomable. Most people have given up trying to understand what a trillion dollars is. I'm not going to go into it today. Suffice it to say that they're in a real pickle right now because if they were to raise interest rates, they are inadvertently going to impact everything related to that debt in a negative way. But if they don't raise interest rates, they're going to continue encouraging people to take advantage of that debt and pile on more. So it's not a win-win situation. No, they're stuck. It's a catch-22 because they can't raise rates without destroying the economy and destroying the bubble of their own creation of all that debt. So what do you do? They're almost at the point where they're they're going to have to, they're, they're imprisoned by the debt. They're probably going to have to lower interest rates. I mean, who knows? We're just reading tea leaves, but... They, that could be a possibility. They go, oh, we can't cover all these debts. Let's just go keep going and lower the the rates. And, and in that case, real estate bubbles could grow even further. Now, stay on that topic for just a moment. I want to bring to your attention again, because that theme of purchasing power throughout today's show has been a very powerful one, a reason alone to protect your wealth using gold and silver. Many say this is real estate related, and in 1965, since we were talking about that particular year earlier in the show, there is in front of me a picture of what they call the Crestwood model being sold near the development at the intersection of Finch and Leslie in the GTA. That house, a completely detached single car garage house, had a starting price of $16,745 back then. $16,745, a multiple at the time of about twice the earning income of a dual family. And that is hand in hand with what you just mentioned, Jeremy, in the last segment about debt being manageable. Back then it was manageable. We did have this concept of don't use too much, only use it for what you need and only in places where you're growing wealth or you're growing infrastructure or things that contribute to the growth of the economy. Not frivolous spending, not disposable income or a source of income by using my credit cards and causing all kinds of debt. But if I fast forward to 2019, in fact, that same house is $1.2 million and is not double the amount of value of my income. My income has barely gone up since then. It's only doubled. And the average income is now 67,500. That house is 1.2 million at Finch and Leslie. And granted, there's some premium there for its location, but that's 17 times more than the income. So in some ways, we talked about the National Post article, the utterly unbelievable scale of the US debt right now. Yeah. We could using this example, also use the same title, the utterly unbelievable scale of personal debt yes. in Canada well, right now. And it, we've covered that on our show lots of times as well. You cannot live on debt. You have to have a plan in place. And for those that have the ability to do so and have the foresight, this is but one way of a number that you can protect your wealth long term. It is proven 
There is no promise tomorrow. We don't know and we can't say, but we can certainly suggest about pricing, where it's heading, and we've talked about it on the show. But this is one way to protect your wealth by owning colored diamonds, owning gold, owning silver, and putting it into your wealth and having it there every day, making it the norm. See, part of this, Darren, is that we're... We're talking about understanding gold and silver as money and therefore how they protect wealth long term and how they can build wealth long term. We're using this example of the fact that a house used to cost $16,000 plus and it was only two times your income, whereas now you need 17 times your income to be able to afford a property, which is why millennials, actually there was a recent article um, survey, um, millennials believe that they have an easier time dating an A-lister celebrity than owning property. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is more an example of how debts work and understanding how how fiat money currency works and debt bubbles work. And when you start to see those things, you can clearly see the path to uh, an asset like gold and silver that has zero counterparty risk that have been uh, money for thousands of years because they have no counterparty risk. Right? When you own gold, you're the only person who owns it. There's not a bunch of different debtors. Remember subprime? Right? When they would wrap up all the the collateral debt obligations and sell them off in different types of investments all over the globe. They so everyone Canada right now. Everyone shared the same risk. Mm-hmm. That's why you own gold, because when the debit debt bubble collapses you don't want to be part of that daisy chain. That's why you own some gold and silver. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. That's the website where you can go. Remember, one gram of free gold for every 5,000 US you put into your RSP right now before that deadline comes, get it done, and we'll do it up to 10 grams free of charge. That means if you have an existing RSP and the deadline doesn't apply to you, and you're using money you've already invested, hey, you get those grams free of charge. It's already money you've put into the market and put to work. We'll do that for you here because uh, we want you to be successful and it's important to us that you're happy. So that's one way we can say thank you for coming aboard. Now, in addition to that, we just mentioned colored diamonds. This is also one aspect of wealth that uh, given the proper education can make you and protect your wealth long-term. And Jeremy, we are coming up slowly but surely on the largest show of the year, the JCK, in the first weekend of June in Vegas. It's an important point of the year, retrospective, some might say, in terms of pricing and where we're heading in this next coming couple of months is important. But uh, more importantly, in the large picture, this has been a tremendous decade for natural fancy colored diamonds, and albeit not as liquid as gold and silver, still to me represents one of the single best ways a person can not only protect their wealth, but grow their wealth too. With regard to natural fancy colored diamonds, it's all about the supply. When you go to the highest quality colored diamonds, the supply is infinitesimally small. It is minute, and so for that reason, the demand is always there. There's always someone that will acquire the, the diamond for, their, for the same purposes in many cases, to protect and grow wealth. The key is to just simply not buy something that's of lower quality. So just as when we put really high quality product on our, on our e-store, our website, for people to buy precious metals and make it easy for them to say, oh, any product on the site should be something that I can easily acquire and makes it easy to liquidate, it's accepted globally, 
that type of thing. We do the same with natural fancy color diamonds. The growth has been fantastic, as you mentioned, Darren, over the course of the last decade. We believe that going forward, it's going to be even better because, again, this is a market that has no debt associated with it. If you have someone who acquires a diamond for half a million dollars, they're not doing that with any debt. They're doing it with cash, right? They're doing it with money that's in the bank. Um, and so this becomes a great way to protect wealth. What we've seen, we've seen um, intense pink diamonds that used to sell for in the mid-20 range. They're now going for in the mid-40 range. And that's literally within the last five, six years alone. Now, it always depends on the different diamonds. There's always different types of diamonds, but we've seen those type of gains, even on uh, in uh, vivid yellow diamonds. You know, we used to see those selling for under 30,000. Today, it's difficult to see those uh, for less than 50 in some cases, less than 45. So you, we have seen the growth in that market, and we're happy to show that growth to those who are interested. This is the type of thing you put away right? As a portion of your portfolio, something that you know you don't need to touch those funds, that you're going to let those funds just continue to grow year over year. And the best part about it is it can be generational wealth as well, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for maybe retiring in, in 15, 20 years, a natural fancy colored diamond could be a great option. What about um, education, right? For, for your fam, for your kids, you could consider, oh, well, if I own this, where is it going to be in 15 years? And I'll give myself, well, I'll give myself a few years to even um, be able to sell the diamond, right? But 15 years from now, you should be able to sell that diamond for well under current value, which is going to make the sale of it even easier. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website to go to. Remember that RSP deadline coming up. This is the only time of year, folks, you're going to hear us twist your arm about it because it has to get done. You can't put it off. If you want that contribution made, the deadline is quickly approaching. Working with Quest Trade, our partner, we will establish the account with you as quickly as possible. That part can be done in a single day, and new fresh funds can come in via bill payment very quickly. We can help you to do that. In addition, remember, depository storage, easy to open up an account and get going. The e-store option is online for you, and the free gram of gold through the RSPs up to a maximum of 10 grams are all there for the taking for you as a buyer of gold and silver. And if you get into this market now, we will include include in the package information about the colored diamonds, a very, very limited amount of, of very uh, exclusive information about natural fancy colored diamonds that you need to have if you want to be successful. That e-store is waiting for you, so I don't want to keep you, but remember those less fortunate than you. And a special shout out this week to Hero Burgers who have Feed Anyone Who Is Hungry program in place. Saw it this week. Couldn't believe it. I contributed my dollars right into that bin. It was awesome to see it, and I want to thank them. And uh, it's a great ad for our community. So if you're taking care of those less, uh, less fortunate than you, then you're helping that cause. We want to thank you for tuning in to The Real Money Show this week with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number again, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. And you have been tuned in as usual on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.